Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome back in. Final segment of the week. How did that happen? Already here on Rabot & Co. ESPN 680, 105.7. Alongside Zach Cantrell, my name is Louis Rabot at Radio Louis. On Twitter, you can find the station at ESPN 680. I'm seeing more Andrea Carter in coverage on ESPN. We are all very thankful. Um, We're not unhappy about that. Correct. And I'm also getting Malika Andrews today. This is a good job by the folks at ESPN. This is just a good job. I want to thank George and the Baranos team as well for bringing lunch by the ESPN Louisville Studios today. Great spot for lunch if you are downtown today. Your spot, of course, before and after all those events and the concerts at the KFC Yum Center. Open on Market Street now, 301, 301 West Market, just a block from the KFC Yum Center, right next to that K. Kentucky International Convention Center as well. Got those heart-shaped pizzas going on right now. And, of course, a great option for your big game party is Barano's Pizza. Thank them for bringing lunch by the studio today. So how about that? All right, let's get into uh, some promos around here as well. We've got you completely covered uh, for everything. Chiefs 49ers, 5 o'clock. Our coverage starts on all stations here at uh, ESPN Louisville, 680-1057 on 93.9 as well. Uh, so if you have to drive around, if you're in between Super Bowl parties, maybe you're going to one for the first half, something like that, we'll have you covered uh, here on 680-1057. Or God forbid you have to work. You know who what listens kind of? to radio most of the time during Super Bowls? Truck drivers. Yeah, oh, for sure. That's probably the biggest profession. Well, I think you would it. be surprised, Zach, at how many delivery guys listen to this show. Sure. Because they're just out right now doing the damn thing, making sure I get my cigars, making sure you get uh, whatever it is that you order through the mail. Don't tell me. It's okay. If it blows up or not, I don't need to know. And the um, you can laugh. Okay, that's a good joke. It's okay to say out loud. That's not bad. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, Mr. Stoudemire in, law, in town tomorrow. Uh, we will have the cards game for you. Uh, pre-game at 6.30. Tip it, uh, or excuse me, they're tipping at 6.30, so pregame's at 5, excuse me. Alex White Network coverage there on 93.9. Taylor Lynch will have that Coors Light postgame show tomorrow. Um, look- All right, everyone. Uh, coach, if you would, just start us off with a quick statement, and then go right to questions. <laughs> Got that ass whooped. <laughs> questions. <laughs> Nothing really to say, man. Why Still is it hits. funnier every, every time, time? Every time. Why is it better? I feel like I hear something slightly different every time. You can just Questions? hear. He's, I just, I, we got nothing to say. That's a man, by the way, every man who, who's ever worked on a project, worked like 60 hour, 70, 80 hour weeks, just, just 
busted tail to get something done, and then you get to the event and it's just, just horrible. Yes. All of us have been there. That's what it sounds like in our heads. Mm-hmm. And he just said it out loud. I, man, it's such good sound. I love that sound so damn much. Uh, I would just play that for an hour on the pregame coverage. Just put that <laughs> yeah. on a loop. Alex White's just like, please play that game. Yeah. <laughs> what game? Oh, there's a game today? What do we have to preview? Oh, yeah. Here's oh, what David Stoudemire had to say about the game last week. Texture saying just put the spicy and the non-spicy next to one another. That's actually not a bad idea. Just make one big dish and then spice one of them up. That's not a terrible one. Ketchup and diced onions on my hot dog, damn it. No, that's fine. That's okay. I, I love onions on a hot dog. Goodness. Yeah, Oof. same. Oof. Good stuff. Um, hey, break up the Pistons. They won back-to-back. How about that? You listen to me, people. Um, I don't want to say for sure the Pistons are going to win the title next year, but um, they're, they're obviously... I mean, two-game win streaks don't happen for all teams, man. They don't. It's super rare. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Louisville basketball. All right, so they play... <laughs> well, they can't have a two-game streak now. Cause... They play 10-13 and 13 Georgia Tech. We were just saying, uh, what would Stoudemire's record be if he were in his uh, year one? Year zero. Zero at Louisville while well, he is in his year zero at Georgia Tech, 10-13, 3-9 and and in the conference. Uh, they come in here, amazingly, uh, with wins over North Carolina and over Duke this year. Um uh, I, I don't know what to do with this game, Zach. This is one where it's essentially a 50-50. I think by the time the line comes out, it'll either be that Georgia Tech is favored by like two or Louisville's favored by two. I think there might be a chance we see Louisville favored. You think the, I think the spread's going to be similar to what the Super Bowl spread is, like one and a yeah, half. Yeah, I agree. Very I think close. It's something Very like close. That. Yeah. This is a game that Louisville needs to have. It, they just do. If they're going to win a couple of games the rest of the way, this has to be one of them. Because Georgia Tech's a different team away from home. They're yep. not very good on yep. the road. And Georgia Tech is, again, as you said, year zero under Damon Stoudemire. Now, maybe they just come out and play with their hair on fire because of that uh, speech that we've played three or four times in a row. So after that, maybe they just go out and dominate. Because how do you not get fired up after hearing that? I but, don't. Yeah, I don't know how as a player you could hear that and not – appreciate that your coach is just it's the most look we laugh and it's it is great sound and it's funny it is but it's also refreshing it's what we've begged very refreshing yes two years if he if kp just got up and did that after i don't know let's pick a game here um not arkansas state no if they did it after kentucky the trip to virginia virginia yeah just no the home what about the home game with virginia oh that's a good one 13 points in the first half just do that. All you got to do, just come say, we got our ass whooped. Like, Questions? That's it. Just be honest. That's all we've asked Seal you to Brown do for two be years. Like, Seal Brown will be like, well, here's an ice pack. <laughs> I don't want your bum to hurt too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's I, what we want our coaches to do. I just want Show some passion. It is so refreshing. Come man. on. Yeah. Um. Texture, do I think Jalen Brunson is a cop for Damon Stoudemire just because they're shorter and lefties? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Every left-hander always gets compared to another left-hander. That's exactly right. How would we be talking about this game if Louisville pulled out the win against Syracuse the other day? Well, because be let's pick. be let's be very clear about what happened in the last game. They did not defend, but damn it, they were extraordinarily organized. That's their offense. best offensive performance of the air, the KP era. Two years. No question. No question. It. Yeah, and that includes points. and that includes bombing out against Western last year. Yes. Their win against Clemson that includes everything. And I know they scored 101 against Florida State, but how many of that was free throws? This was they way didn't better. Have a bunch this of free was throws way better. Yes, I agree with you. This was way more organized. This was way better. Um, if they could convince Sky Clark to stop 
shooting random terrible shots. Yeah. And to bring back the the hair. Bring it back. I don't like Bring back the hair. I don't like the tamped down hair on him. No. I got used to the longer hair. I like it. I'm very jealous. Bring it back. So you're team long hair, don't care. I am team long hair, don't care. Okay. How about that? Shit. I love that guy. What a great sound. I was going to say, you need, <sighs> need a little more hair. It <laughs> oh, could be a little longer. A little? A little bit. A little? I, dude, okay. So, to, so I, can, I got a buddy. I got a buddy. Half. I got a buddy's plastic surgeon. I was talking to him. And we were doing, uh, this is Chet Mays. Everybody knows. We were doing an uh, ad for Breeders' Cup. So this is November. I go to his office and I've got the script ready. I've got, you know, all my, my focus, right? I've got all my equipment. I'm ready to go. And he said, "Yeah, you know, we're we're looking at this, we're doing this, and we, we're you know we're starting to promote this more." And and one of the things he talked about was was a hair replacement. Yeah. And I said, T- "Tell me the truth, how much would this cost for someone like me?" And he went, "Ooh, <laughs> that's always a good sign." He started with an exhale. My man started with an exhale. He's a doctor. That's not good. That's just. <laughs> You think you're bald, you're not. You get nervous about if any you ask anybody any question and they start with an exhale, yeah, you're immediately if they a pause, thousand times there's more trouble. Nervous. Yeah, right, yeah. Does this dress make me look fat? <laughs> oh man. Oh, do you think I'm smart? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna do today? Is that what we're gonna do today? Fight. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I'm giggly today. Good stuff. All right. Well, Football Friday here, Rabo and Co., ESPN 680, uh, 1057. Make sure you do get in with our friends. Football over at, Friday. Over at DraftKings, they got an offer to make the Super Bowl just an absolutely super, super day for you with a super offer. They've got you covered. New customers. You can bet on the big game. Turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings, same game parlays. Everyone has a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets from the big game. A shot at making your payday even sweeter. Morning lies over under individual player props. Maybe you want to bet on that coin flip. Uh, Kevin told you, tails never fails. <laughs> you might even hit those kinds of props. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code WHBE. New customers just bet 5 bucks. You get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Use our code WHBE. E, the crown is yours. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-plus, physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms of sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. What do you think happens at the Yum Center tomorrow? I'm going to give Louisville this one. I'm going to say they win. I agree. I Happy actually... National Pizza Day, by the way. Is that today? Yeah. Well, we're crushing that. Not worried about that. Oh, yeah. That's happening around here for sure. Uh-huh. I agree with you, actually. I think tomorrow's one of those games that if they can keep the momentum of what they're doing and keep that organization on offense, then they should win the game tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Georgia Tech, like you said, not good away from home, 3-9 in the conference. Um, what about Georgia Tech would give me pause, um, other than their coach being a, a baller? Their guards are solid. That's true. Miles Kelly's good. Yes, he is. Yeah, Miles Kelly's a good player. They've got some guys. Oh, Nathan George's pretty good too, isn't Nathan he? George is yeah, 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 yeah. Georgia yeah. Tech is one of those teams that they're not there now. Right. Give them a year or two. Right. They're going to be dangerous. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Maybe you beat Duke in North Carolina. I get your it. First year. I get it. Like you don't even have to be great for an entire year, but you have those little moments. And again, that's another thing that KP never did. Didn't have those little moments. Didn't have like one of those random games that they just upset somebody that makes you excited about the future. Damon Stoudemire has already done that. 
Uh, their best wins, by the way, and they have three of them, and they're excellent. Uh, they beat Duke at home. Yep. They beat North Carolina at home, and they won at Clemson. They won at Clemson. That's right. But when they play crappy teams, they lose. Yeah. Just they're Georgia one of Tech. those teams. Yeah. So uh, That's what they called Clemsoning back in the day. Like, Clemson uh, would go beat Florida State, and then the next week they'd lose to Maryland. No, that's right. And and this year, they won at North Carolina and, and lost a bunch of bum games. I mean, no, it's it's Clemson is still Clemsoning on the basketball side, for sure. By the way, Brad... Brad Brownell has figured out that he can have that job forever. Yeah. He's the Mark get, Stoops of ACC basketball. Go pull an upset, and then yeah. you lose to some bad teams. It doesn't matter. Make two and a half million bucks. Yeah. Live in South Carolina. Who's complaining about that? Walk around that campus. Oof. Yeah. No, I, if he walks around Clemson, you think people Oof. notice him? You think they recognize Man, him? Man, that's a great question. Do people in Clemson, South Carolina know who Brad Brownell is? I would say uh, 15% of the people do. I think Dabo Sweeney sucks up so much energy there that nobody pays any attention to brad brown now and and he doesn't have the big personality like nate oates like even right, right, when, right. even when saban was at alabama right. people would still recognize nate oates mostly because of his jackets but no that's fair plus he's great looking i hate that guy jackets look great on him he's got a good tailor too i hate those people he's I've, got i've a got guy. a good tailor i'm just fat just he's got a good. guy <laughs> he's got a guy <laughs> oh man all right so uh kentucky hosting gonzaga tomorrow yep uh i I think a way more interesting game that is getting credit for. Uh, I, I think Gonzaga. Dude, I think Gonzaga wins tomorrow, man. Do you really? It is such a weird thing to say. I just, these are the kinds of games this season with Kentucky that I just don't know what to make of them. Gonzaga can really score. Yeah. They can't and stop anybody, though. Now, you. Oh, they're, they're allowing 67 and a half points a game. I don't know about that. Well, look at their competition. I, I, no, no, no. I understand. But, I mean, when Kentucky plays good teams lately, they've lost three of five. I mean, let's really call it what it is. They beat Vandy and they beat Arkansas in their last five when they played Tennessee, Florida, and South Carolina. Decent teams. They've lost those games recently. Yeah. And I just don't. Gonzaga's only played five road games, though. <clears throat> oh, I, yes. I, I would guess Kentucky has played 22 games, 13 have been at Rupp Arena. Mm-hmm. How many have been neutral site? How many have been I mean, I think their road record is similar to Gonzaga. Yeah, they had two neutral sites. One they lost to Kansas, one they beat Carolina. I mean, so that's I mean, they played what, seven road games then? I mean, it's really not that different. Um I I don't know, man. I I just I am not totally convinced that I don't know. Kentucky plays good teams lately. They're not good. Yeah. I I, I don't I'm going to say they get this one. I, I get you, and my, my my gut says Kentucky wins, but my brain says, show it to me. Yeah, Ryan Nemhard makes me nervous if I'm a Kentucky yeah. fan because of his ability to penetrate. Yeah. He's averaging six assists a game. He's a good shooter. Quick guards always give Kentucky problems. I just think it's one of those games where the Cats have a little bit more depth. I think, not that they found anything against Vanderbilt, but I think Antonio Reeves will shoot the ball well. I think Rob Dillingham is now a proven commodity. And I, I just think this is going to be a high-scoring game, and I think that place to the benefit of Kentucky and look if they're going to make noise at any point this season these this is the stretch you got to do it because you just beat Vanderbilt you have Gonzaga this is the worst Gonzaga team probably the last 10-15 years or so and then you've got Ole Miss Blank's favorite coach Chris Beard next Tuesday win those three games then we start talking about Kentucky maybe getting back on track but those are three games you got to have because you still got the Auburn road trip looming you've got Alabama looming you've got LSU and Tennessee looming these are the games you got to win and you got to take control of these games you got to just take care of business i think they'll do that i think kentucky wins i think it's competitive gonzaga just has not really impressed me that much okay they're a borderline bubble team i agree with that i agree 
So is Florida. <laughs> also uh, true. Uh, Graham Ike is on this team. He's a, a, a Wyoming transfer of all things. Uh, and he's the kind of guy that has been having big games against Kentucky's defense. Um, he's essentially a 15-point scorer. He's not great from three, mm-hmm. but that's the kind of guy who becomes great from three against Kentucky. For Everybody shoots well against Kentucky. <laughs> that's exactly Kentucky. right. So I'm a little worried about him that way. But uh, look, Kentucky should win the game tomorrow. Let's be very clear. I want to be very clear about it. They should win the game. Yeah. They should never lose three games in a row at Rupp Arena. Never. I don't think they will. And I think you're – my gut says you're probably right. My brain is very concerned about Gonzaga and just this team in general and how healthy they really are. Would a Trey Mitchell be super helpful tomorrow? Is he going to play? I, is Do you want to bring DJ Wagner back for this? Is he healthy enough on that ankle for this? You because that's what Demar is. Demar, a problem then. Yeah. Right? Oh, he's a problem whether Wagner's healthy or Dude, not. Dude, Demar, defense too. That He's just a mm-hmm. dog of a defender. Just a fantastic player. Um, we obviously saw him in the Elite Eight uh, down here. Did you see the get-in price for this game? The Kentucky game? Yes. Uh, 110. Okay, that's a great guess. Seventy-seven dollars. Okay, that's considering a twenty-one thousand seat. That's a, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I think that's that's the thing. Is what's the get in for the Louisville game? I think it was seven. That's right. Is that right? I think. It okay. Is. So the thing about Rupp, and then we'll go to break. We'll get John Lindo in here. We'll talk some stakes. Then we'll finish with Super Bowl. Is I think that place is going to be on fire tomorrow because. Something Kentucky fans on the basketball side have done very well the last three years is they have separated their hate of Cal <laughs> from how they cheer for the players. Right. They've done a very, very good job of that. I think they're going to be on total fire tomorrow uh, against Gonzaga. What do you think the line is, and what do you think the final score is? I think the line's four and a half for Kentucky. Sounds right. And I think Kentucky wins 85-78. Okay. All right. First to 80 wins that game? I think so. Okay. I think that's the fair that's thing That's where we're say. at with Kentucky at I this agree. point. Every game, they should score at least 80, and typically they do. Just bet Kentucky overs until proven otherwise. Kentucky has never lost three straight games at home in their program's history. Wow. <laughs> wow. The stats around Kentucky basketball Nuts. are insane. How many times has KP lost three in a row at home this season? in two years? <laughs> uh, dude, that's, that's pretty wild. Wow. Louis, have you seen the price for the Auburn game? I'm going to look that up, and then we're going to go to break. Um, All right, everyone. Uh, if you would, just start us off with a quick statement, and we'll go right to questions. <laughs> Got that ass whooped. <laughs> questions. Questions. <laughs> Nothing really to say, man. $512 get in price for Kentucky at Auburn. Good oh. Lord. Uh, Texter, do uh, Louisville fans that don't want um, – do the Louisville fans that don't want Chris Beard here root for Kentucky in that game against Ole Miss? Man, it's a great question. They probably have to, right? Oh, man. I don't, think, right. I don't think they could have anybody <laughs> play against Kentucky to the point where they'd have to root for him. There you go. Reminder, new customers get that. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook at WHBE is our code. $5 bet gets you 200 in bonus bets. Uh, have some fun with the Super Bowl this year. Uh, you can do it for just 5 bucks with our friends uh, at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, download the app today. John Lindo from out there at Thoroughbred Los Angeles. We talk to him next from sunny Carlsbad, California here at Roboco, ESPN 680, 105.7. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. 
with Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. The butterfly, uh-uh, that's all. Let me see the two zero. Listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Alright, welcome back in. Zach Cantrell of the ones and twos. I am Louis Rabot here, Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Bobby V after us. Fast break Friday with Paul Rogers and of course Roundtable. Three o'clock mixtape at 5:30. We will have the Kentucky postgame show after Gonzaga tomorrow. Gandolfo Eds Cantrell. They've got you around six o'clock for that Kentucky Fish Wildlife postgame show here. They remind you to enter the elk draw. Uh, today on the 2024 website that they have up there for Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. We bring in our friend, though, out there in Carlsbad. His name is John Lindo, uh, calling in uh, from Southern California. Has it stopped raining, John? Good morning, Louis. Yeah, I tell you what, since uh, Sunday, we've had about 10 inches out here, which Oof. means the apocalypse is coming, you know, but uh, uh, it, it's, it's been unbelievable. But uh, the sun is out today. There's no racing in Santa Anita. The, the, the main track there has been closed Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, open wow. for joggers only yesterday. So the horsemen haven't had a chance to get these horses out and get some exercise. So we'll, we'll come back to live racing tomorrow. And with the sun out, the weather's supposed to be good over the weekend. I think we are, we'll be okay to get back on the grass this weekend, too. Okay, good. I was just going to ask that question. That's great. John Lindo with us at John Lindo 60 on Twitter. Uh, he's part of Thoroughbred LA, thoroughbredla.com. You can find them out there, KLAA. On the weekends, a really excellent program uh, if you are into horse racing radio. Uh, wanted to have you on ahead of uh, one of my, frankly, one of my, actually, I really love this day at, at Santa Anita. I love the Oaks prep, and I always love the San Marcos. Um, <clears throat> spreading these races out throughout the card. Now, I understand part of it uh, is that the field sizes probably didn't come in at what they were hoping uh, overall. Do you like them spreading out these kinds of races? Do you like the sprinkle in, essentially, of allowance made races and then, uh, you know, some claimers alongside these great threes? You know, it, it just varies from card to card for me. I, I'm a rolling bet player. I like the pick fours, the pick fives, those type of things. So when, when you pile them all together, then it kind of makes those those wagers not as attractive. If you can move them around a little bit, Okay, we've got one small field in this sequence. I can live with that. So, you know, as the horse player in me, uh, that's fine. And, and uh, you know, as a racing fan, too, uh, wherever they set them up, I'm going to be out there all day for the races. So I'm, I'm good with it. What do you find yourself betting more? And John Lindo with us from Thoroughbred LA. What do you find yourself betting more on their uh, betting menu now at Santa Anita? The $1 pick six, or are you playing the $3 turf pick three? Uh, for me, the, the $1 pick six, I like going okay. back to the old traditional style pick six yep. where you, where there's no rainbow and the takeout is, you know, in those rainbow bets, the takeout's over 46%. And that's just a number I can't beat. Right. 
So I like going back to that, and my only way to, to tell them I like it is to support the wager. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there you go. John Linda with us. The pick six will start with the Las Virginis, which is race five. We'll go to race two first. It is the Palos Verdes. It is a grade three, $100,000 on the line here. Four-year-olds and up going six furlongs uh, on the dirt there. A couple of favorites here. Uh, the the even money favorite will be Big City Lights out of the Mandela Barn, but on the outside is Hopkins for Baffert and uh, Juan Hernandez. This is probably a horse that a lot of people don't know about, but won this race last year, then went over uh, to Dubai, almost picked off uh, the the Golden Shaheen there uh, in Dubai, came back, ran pretty well in his uh, his uh, on the 19th of January. It's a pretty quick turnaround for a Baffert trainee here for Hopkins. Is that a giveaway to you that they think this horse is ready to go? Well, I think the last race was a prep to get him to this spot. I don't know if they're thinking about maybe going back to Saudi Arabia for, for more of those stakes races, whether it be on the Saudi Cup day or down there in the Dubai World Cup day. But it has that feeling like a prep here, one more, and then maybe they go over to, to Saudi Arabia. But uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, he did need that, that last race coming off the layoff. It was an allowance race where he ran second to a horse in the same race, seat through its number four in the program. Uh, the thing I didn't like about the, the race, Louis, is that uh, Hopkins, he, he was really late changing leads, and he's had that habit before mm. where he tends to lay in, and, and, and when he switches leads and fires, he's really good. Uh, but he's not consistent with that. And he'll have to run down a horse named Big City Lights. Uh, this is a, a Calbred that uh, he's four for eight lifetime, but he's only lost to one horse. He's, he's lost four times to the Chosen Brawn, and he's beaten every other horse that he's ever run against. So uh, he got back against Open Company, which you'd think would be tougher, and he was very game-winning in that race last time and uh, jumps into the stakes race today, or excuse me, Saturday, and uh, Flavian Pratt stays with him. He's the horse to beat in here. Hopkins gets a nice post switch, goes from an inside post to the outside. Yep. He'll be sitting lapped on the favorite. And I think turning for home, they're going to be sitting right next to each other and may the best horse win. Is there a chance to see through it actually picks this one off? I was surprised that he got past uh, Hopkins last time. He was 19, there 16 to 1 that day or 18 to 1, whatever it was. Yep. And, he, you know, I don't know if it was just the returning back to dirt. He's been a turf horse for a long time. And he really moved forward on the dirt last time. Right now, to me, he has to prove he's this quality and he can run two alike. He may have caught a horse that was a little bit short coming off the layoff, and it may have made him look better than it is. So he's a prove-it kind of horse to me for tomorrow's race. There you go. Race five does start uh, John's pick six there. Uh, tomorrow, the Las Virginis grade three going a mile. It is an Oaks prep, 20 points uh, to the winner as long as she is not in the Baffert barn. Of course, uh, he uh, has one in here in Kinza who will be even money here as well uh, with Juan Hernandez. Is she just the absolute monster here as Flavian Pratt on a potential uh, monster there in Copion? I tell you what, these are two really good three-year-old fillies. Uh, you know, Kinza, the, the thing about her that surprises me, Louis, is that, you know, when Bob Baffert has a really good one, usually they just get pummeled at the windows. And Kinza in her debut was let go at almost 6-1, to one, yep. so she didn't take any wagering. Uh, she got out in front and just widened from there, and she ran fast, 109 and change, got a buyer speed figure of 96. And uh, being by Carpe Diem, you would think she would stretch out. But I, I tell you what, I, I like number four, Copian, quite a lot in here, coming off a win in the grade three Santa Inez. That was going seven furlongs. She never got out of second gear. She was breezing all the way around. She ran through that wire, and she galloped out well. She's by Omaha Beach, so I don't think two turns is going to be any problem for her. And to me right now, on my scorecard, she's the best three-year-old filly in California. We'll have to, she has to prove it, obviously. But I, I think she might be the right one. 
you know, as far as the fillies that are proven around two turns, nothing like you, the other Baffert in this race, has started twice around two turns, won both of them by daylight, including the grade two starlet stakes at Los Alamitos last time. And she comes off a little bit of a layoff, and you have to wonder with these horses, you know, that haven't raced in a while because we've had interruptions in the training schedules in the morning. But uh, as far as if you're questioning whether or not a horse is going to get two turns, you can you can check that box on number one, nothing like you. I get Frankie Dettori in the mouth there uh, as well. Uh, I- interesting sort of play out here. Uh, in in my mind, I'm actually kind of rooting for Copian. I'd like to have a good uh, filly from out west for our Oaks field, but. Is is there a chance that Kinza's just kind of a just a just an absolute monster who ends up say at a black eyed Susan for a quarter million bucks and then ends up to, you know in the Acorn something like that? Do you think that could be a route for her? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's a noteworthy fact. I mean, John, Juan Hernandez, who's won uh, you know a bunch of races already on nothing like you, including the Grade Two starter last time, he stays with Kinza, who just comes off right. a maiden win. Yep. So he's kind of telling you he had his pick of the litter. He goes, uh, "Give me that maiden winner, I'll take her." So. Uh, I don't know how good she is. I was just surprised that, that you know she took no wagering last time and and she won like that. You would have thought somebody would have known something. Yeah, Brushy Hill Stable, the uh, big rooting interest in this one, the breeders of Kinza there in New York for thirty five hundred bucks. She already won her maiden with a ninety six buyer uh, and sold her for three hundred fifty thousand. They are obviously hoping uh, a couple Carpe Diems will jump up and win some of these stakes and maybe get that thirty five hundred dollars up a little bit more on the uh, stud fee. Uh, John Lindo with us. Uh, speaking of horse ownership, um, let's get into this last stakes of the day. One of my favorite races there uh, at Santa Anita every year, the San Marcos Grade Three. The start. Halfway down the hill there, uh, go over the dirt and then finish out the race. Uh, 100000 in the kitty here, uh, grade three. A couple interesting ones in here. Miss the Cut's going to be your favorite, I imagine, uh, by the time we get to uh, post time. But, man, uh, some interesting horses. Balladeer, I think even an Antonio Fresu-ridden Eastern Ocean could be interesting coming out of the San Gabriel at a mile and an eighth under Frankie Dettori. Where did you land in this one? Yeah, this is a confusing race. It's it's a pretty modest field. You know, the the, the marathon turf horses in, in California right now are just an okay group. Uh, you know, you, you start with with who's the speed, and that's going to be Balladeer, and he won the John Henry at a mile and a quarter down this course. It's a short mile and a quarter because that first quarter mile is downhill coming coming off the hillside. But uh, he, when he makes the lead, he can get very brave, and uh, he is going to be the one to catch. Uh, Planetario, probably the most accomplished horse coming off a win in the, the Hollywood Turf Cup down at Del Mar during the fall meet. Uh, he, he, he won the San Juan at San, at San Anita last year. That's a mile and three quarters. So you don't have to worry about distance for him. But for those two horses and, and basically most of the field, they're all coming off layoffs. And again, we talked about, uh, the interrupted training schedules we've had, you know, trying to come in to a mile and a quarter race on a turf that's going to be less than firm off a layoff, that's asking an awful lot. So from a recency standpoint, I came up with number two, Irish Prophet. Mm. It's a, a horse trained by Neil Drysdale, who's kind of been improving and comes off a good mile and eighth win on January 6th at Santa Anita. He's never been a mile and a quarter or any marathon distance, but he runs like he'll like it, and he's got tactical speed. So I think he'll follow Balladeer, and he'll get first run on the closers. And when this turf gets a little bit soggy the the speed tends to carry a little bit it's hard to find that acceleration and run past horses so i think i don't know if irish profit is good enough but he's going to get the right trip you have the leading rider juan hernandez there and he'll be a fair price he's four to one on the program uh, you know i would take a stand against a horse like miss the cut hmm. uh, the one race he's won in the united states was on the dirt down at del mar or santa Anita. excuse me it's a mile and a half tokyo city and that was a bad field so 
Uh, you know, he, on numbers, he, he fits. But until he runs past a good horse, I'm just going to try and beat him. Uh, like we all predicted, uh, the track just outside of Los Angeles, we would have a Florida bred win the San Marcos and, of course, a New York bred uh, win the Las Virginis. Just like we wrote, just like we wrote it up, right, John? <laughs> We need horses out here. We'll take them from wherever they breed them. Bring them on out. We can use them. There you go. Is there a? I always ask you this because you always come through. Is there another horse on this card that you are going to be keying in any kind of say pick four or longer there? I tell you what. Uh, as, as far as the rest of the card goes, there's uh, a horse in the tenth and final. If you're playing all the rolling bets and everything yep. else, uh, number six, Stay and Scam. This is a horse trained by Doug O'Neill. It's a Calbred. She's really found a home on the on the grass. She throw out her dirt races. You look at her turf sprints, and they're all good. Uh, she has proven form coming down the hill. She drops out of a stakes race, so she gets Lasix back here. She'll fall into a good stocking trip, and I, and I think it's the right spot. She's not a huge price, five to two, but if we can single her at the end and run through the rest of the card, maybe we can make some money there. So tenth race at Santa Anita, number six, stay in scam. Man, and Doug, a great start to his uh, meet out there uh, at Santa Anita as well. 22 times finishing first or second in his first 61 starts uh, out there at Santa Anita. Well, I am glad that you did not get swept away into the ocean, young John Lindo. Uh, That would have been very disappointing to me. I have to ask, of course, because it is the Friday before the Super Bowl, two questions to you, my friend. You spend a ton of time in Las Vegas. How much of a, a bleep show do you think it is in Las Vegas this week? Oh, uh, well, there was somebody climbing up on the sphere yesterday. <laughs> Nude. So, yes, right, yes. <laughs> so obviously, uh, the, the, the uh, adult beverages have kicked in some places, and, and uh, it's just amazing what's going on out there. Uh, yesterday, uh, I, I do some work with the South Point Hotel yep. in Las Vegas, and the Budweiser Clydesdales were in the sports book making a wager. So you, you can't make this stuff up. And uh, it's, it's unbelievable out there, and uh, I've got to think a good time is going to be had by all. All right, uh, I'm going to Turfway tomorrow. So, Chip Bach, if you're listening up there uh, at Turfway Park, if you want me to walk a thoroughbred horse into your sports book tomorrow, I will do that. I am available. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Uh, it, obviously, that's what everybody wants. And who do you have in the big game on Sunday? Well, my wife is from the Bay Area, so she's walking Dumb. around here with a 49ers Dumb. hat, but I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan, so Dumb. there's going to be some conflict in the office here <laughs> in uh, Southern California. So, uh, you know, in California, we're not allowed to make sports wages, so my matchsticks oh, will right. be on. I played the first half line. I took Kansas City in the first half. Cause I, if I root for them at the end, my wife won't talk to me. <laughs> there it is. How do you? Are, are you going to be able to sit with her and watch the game, or is this something where we're different rooms in the Lindo household? Oh no no we're we're, we're fine like that uh, you know we'll, we'll kumbaya at the end of the day but I know who she's rooting for. Okay, all right, kumbaya. Th- I'm a little I'm a little afraid for John Lindo now, folks. This is what uh, this is how. <laughs> well, I can cook. So if, oh, if, never if, mind. If, okay, if, withdraw. If, never if, mind. If, we're yeah, good. <laughs> there we go. Uh, John Lindo out there, thoroughbred LA. Uh, tell people how they can find your show. www.thoroughbredla.com. You can catch the shows there. We go 9 to 10 Pacific time on Saturdays, 8 to 10 a.m. on Sundays. You can catch the archives there. We have handicappers all from around the country. Make picks, you know, wherever we're going to go and catch up on the racing news every Saturday morning. So a lot going on. Uh, We we had a recent passing this week of a longtime handicapper out here, Jerry Antonucci, people in Southern California know. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about him with uh, Brad Free Daily Racing Form tomorrow. Awesome. Well, good. All right, there you go. ThoroughbredLA.com, at John Lindo 60. Uh, no H in John. John Lindo uh, 60, uh, spelled exactly how you think it is out there. Uh, he has survived, uh, and, and congratulations on building an arc in time. We, we appreciate you very much, <laughs> and I'm sure we'll talk before the Santa Anita Derby, my friend. 
That's right. Surface up. We're good to go. <laughs> there we go. All right, John. Appreciate you. All right. Good luck today. All right. Thank you. There you go. A little John Lindo on a Friday. You know, it's interesting, Zach. I get to I get to talk to these guys all over the country because of horse racing. It's still you know one of the great regional, uh, you know, sports in the country. I, I we've had Matt Dinnerman on. Mm-hmm. Never met him. Matthew DeSantis. Never met him. John Lindo. Never met him. I mean, just all these guys who are just so generous with their time. I've never met them. Uh, you know, the, you know, the whole thing. It just just fantastic. So John. Knows his stuff, man. Yeah, that guy knows his stuff. He's a fantastic, uh, a fantastic handicapper. Uh, all that. Okay. I joked with him like, "Yeah, you ready to talk about the biggest sporting event of the weekend? <laughs> Little grade three? That's right. That's what we're all waiting for. All wait for the grade three again. Thanks to George Barno's team, they're bringing lunch by the ESPN Louisville studios. Check them out at three hundred one West Market. Yeah, it's that good. Barno's Pizza. They've got those heart shaped pizzas now through Valentine's Day. Don't be like Ben Roberts. Know what to do for Valentine's Day. That's get us. Uh, heart-shaped pizza from our friends at Bear Nose Pizza. Yeah, it's that good. Uh, we'll, we'll close with the Super Bowl. What else can I say? We'll do it next here at ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It starts with one. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this product to explain in due time. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. All right, welcome back in. This is Rabo and Co. here, ESPN 680-1057. Final segment of the week here. I tell you every Monday we'll get you through the week, and I mean it. Here we are. Uh, final segment of Rabo and Co. For the week, Bobby V after us, and of course, Roundtable to have the uh, the mixtape for you today, 530. Uh, my guy, Bill, texting in, hey, Louie, do you want to talk Sam F. Davis or the Super Bowl? Uh, look, don't don't ask what I really want to talk about, but I will uh, give a pick for the Sam F. Davis after I remind you for the final time about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, they've got you covered. New customers, you can bet five bucks on the big game, turn it into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings same game parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets for the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Morning lines, player props, all kinds of things. Make sure that you check them out uh, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which you can download now. And you can use our code WHBE. New customers, just five bucks in bets. We'll get you 200 and instant bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Use our code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS. Physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issue. Its eligibility deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. So check them out. 
this weekend. Really appreciate them hanging out. Like I said, our coverage will start at 5 o'clock on Sunday on all stations here at ESPN Louisville, 680, 105.7 and 93.9. Creighton, Xavier, Louisville Basketball, Georgia Tech, Bellarmine, and Florida Gulf Coast. All those on our family of networks tomorrow. Louisville women's basketball against Syracuse. Early start 10.30 on Sunday for the pregame show. Uh, make sure that you are zoomed in for that one as well. And uh, Heat Celtics will pre- uh, view the uh, the Super Bowl before that as well. So we'll have all those shows ready for you uh, as well. Um, or all those games, at least. Uh, someone was asking about the Sam F. Davis. It is race 10 at Tampa tomorrow. We went through the whole card on the Horse Racing Happy Hour last night, about a 30-minute, maybe a 20, actually a little less, maybe a 30-minute segment going through all the stakes down at Tampa tomorrow. It will be on... Uh, I'm putting it together today. We will have a gold book for uh, the two spots of preps tomorrow, Tampa Bay and out at Santa Anita. We'll have picks for all of those races, so go check it out. Goldbookbets.com. If you've ever downloaded from us, you'll get an email either tonight or tomorrow morning with a link to those picks. All right, so we talked about a lot of different ways to go in this race tomorrow. And and if you were just betting on this race, it would be change of command that I would lean into the nine horse. I think he's in the best form. Uh, just one at a mile and a 16th, the Gulfstream Park. Tyler comes up to ride this horse uh, as well from there. I'm interested in copper tax here, Zach, the seven. I think he's probably more of a Preakness starter. We'll head back to Laurel to get on that trail at some point. A gate road, I'm going to play against the six coming off the turf. I think this is a last-ditch effort uh, by the ownership through there uh, with Rapoli just to see if they have one more derby starter. I don't think they do. Man, give me no more time. The five horse, 10 to 1 for Jose D'Angelo, who's been uh, really, really good to start the meet. 18 of 64 with 10 second places uh, at Tampa Bay. Uh, check him out. He ran in the Mucho Macho Man over a mile, starting to spread, uh, just, just I don't know, stretch out a little bit. First time trying two turns. He has a knot this time, a Spitestown mare. Interested to see if he can get it done on that side. They got him at a discount at the Keeneland September sale in 22. Uh, I love. Paco Lopez in this spot. And so I that's what I'm leaning into here. I'm also interested in Crazy Mason, the four, for Michael Sanchez and Greg Sacco. He's not, I think Greg Sacco's never won a grade at stakes, if, I've, if I'm remembering the show correctly. A son of Cole Front in a Cole, uh, Kentucky bred. Bought this horse for only 27000 uh, I think 10 to 1 is a really, really fair number on that. And if you just want to go on local star power, go with Michael Campbell, go with uh, Sammy Camacho on Patriot Spirit. Horses never really stretched out to this distance. Did run in the Iroquois up here as a two-year-old, but won the inaugural at Tampa last out. Uh, Has been off for a little while, but if you were looking for a horse to go sprint around, maybe Patriot Spirit is there for you. All right, so let's get into the Super Bowl. I think both of us are picking the Chiefs, even though I'm starting to wonder why everyone's picking the Chiefs other than Pat Mahomes. Uh, We have not mentioned Lamar Jackson's MVP from last night. And people making a, a big deal out of the fact that he's won two of them. Yeah. Someone else also made a big deal about Josh Allen getting a first place vote. Mm-hmm. Are you offended by that? No. Okay. I'm Josh not, Allen was very good the second half of the season. He led the league in touchdowns. I don't have a problem with Josh Allen. I, if he got more than one MVP vote, I would not have complained about it. I think Lamar deserves the MVP. By the way, kind of coincidental. Lamar, both times he's won MVP, 49ers and Chiefs have played in the Super Bowl. Does it bother you that the person who voted for Josh Allen voted Lamar Jackson third? No. You could justify it. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done I it. I wouldn't have voted Lamar third. <laughs> but I could... That person went what? If you Josh Allen, McCaffrey, McCaffrey yeah, that, Lamar? That's justifiable. Those are top three players in the league, right? Yeah, okay, yes. okay. I, I just... The, the people that I saw that were angry about 
the non-unanimous status of the MVP settle down. Lamar didn't have that. I mean, he had a great year. He didn't have a he's, unanimous. I think he's the obvious MVP. Yes. But the, it wasn't as good as when he was getting 49 unanimous. out of 50 votes yeah. is not some kind of slap. He was unanimous in 19, and he should have been. I don't. He, he was better that year than he was this year. Does the second MVP actually put him into a different class? Mm. It does not for no. me. No. For me, once you win the MVP, it's a regular season award. Right. The next step is to win in the playoffs. Yep. Yes. That's all. And we talked about that. <clears throat> Bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> but we talked about that with Lamar. We're done caring about what Correct. he does in the regular I season totally anymore. I agree with that. Yes. I don't care. And by the way, Do that's the, the biggest compliment you can get exactly. as a quarterback. Period yeah. conversation. That's where we're at with Mahomes. Yes. Nobody cares what Mahomes does in the regular season anymore. It's all about the playoffs. That's uh, where we're at with Lamar. Texter has done the playoffs. How about the, the Browns getting coach of the year, defensive MVP, and comeback player of the year? Yeah, that was a lot for sure. And Joe Flacco said he didn't deserve comeback player of the year. He said it should have been DeMar Hamlin because, you know, he kind of died on the field, literally. But then again, I, DeMar Hamlin didn't really play this year. So. I, I'm stunned that DeMar Hamlin's okay. I, yeah. It is such a it is such a testament to how good on-field medical care is. Oh, yeah. He's unbelievable. All right. Super Bowl picks. Um, let's, go with, let's go with a small light. Let's just say in the middle of the different offers of different places, because it's down like, you know, on DraftKings, you can get it still in the two range. It's one and a half on ESPN bet, et cetera. Let's just go with two on San Francisco. Okay. You're betting the Chiefs. Are you going to take the two points, or are you just going to bet them money line? I think whatever, however you're betting this game, just bet money line. I, if it's under four to me, just bet money line because it's so four. close. Okay, yeah, wow. four is a lot. Generally, three and a half, four, somewhere around okay. those lines. So if I'm betting the Chiefs, I'm just going to play money line. There's no reason like to think they're going to lose by one point. I'm not taking that chance. Okay, uh, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the following uh, couple of props, and I'm going to parlay them together. Are you ready? Yeah. Quarterback for MVP. I'm going to take over two and a half players to throw a pass, and I'm going to take any time attempted two-point conversion. Do you like that three parlay? I do. Okay. Who throws the other pass? <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. All right, there it is. Done. All right, he's our, he's th- he threw a touchdown pass last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think at some point, I think you could, one trick play will come out. Of Andy Reid is also very creative, so it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, Pacheco they throws. Put, or, you know, they've done this before where they line Travis Kelsey or Noah Gray under center and they do a shovel pass. That counts. Okay. So, yeah, I think over two and a half is a good play. Um, and then uh, some of my other favorite props is the most passing yards plus most receiving yards combo. So, obviously, like... Mahomes Kelsey is the shortest odds at plus three twenty five. Right, but you can get like a Brandon Ayuk. Like if you think he's going to happen to have a great game, plus seven fifty. Debo Samuel's plus eight hundred. Right. Um, I actually like Mahomes under two hundred and sixty and a half passing yards because last year he threw for less than two hundred and he won Super Bowl MVP. And it's happened in the playoffs where the Chiefs aren't as reliant on him to throw for three hundred yards anymore. They can run the ball. Uh, Their defense has carried him. I think Patrick Mahomes plays well. I think under two hundred sixty and a half to play. Uh, Brock Purdy plus one eighty five for one passing touchdown plus one eighty five for two passing touchdowns. Which one would you lean toward? I think he has over. Okay, so two. Yeah. Okay. Now you can get three passing touchdowns by the way for four plus four hundred. That's pretty good. That's pretty good money. Um, Highest uh, scoring for half, first half or second half? Ooh. First half is minus one fifteen. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess both of these teams have been playing pretty boring second halves, haven't they? They have. There's also not the 49ers. Well, that's fair. There's also an incentive if you're in the lead to not play. Just kind of run the clock in the second half, right? I mean, I'm so. going to say the second half's more high scoring. Okay. Because the last time these teams played, it was 10-10 at halftime. It ended at 31-20. So there okay. were more points in the second All right. half. Okay. All right. So um, Sam Davis is one of my favorite preps based solely on the name. You're darn right. That's a good one. <laughs> I love Go this one. 49ers rushing attempts over unders 26 and a half over. 49ers, if they're going to win, they're going to win by running the ball. I think. I don't think they're making them. Do that the one again. Game. I'm sorry. I just missed it. Raven or uh, not the Ravens, 49ers rushing attempts as a oh, team, okay. 26 and a half. Oh, that's a lot. I'm going over. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's a and lot that, of attempts. Because I, I don't think it's all going to be McCaffrey either. They're going to give Debo five well, or six plus, carries. Plus, or, it's got to be in Shanahan's head that he threw too much in the Atlanta Super Bowl, yes? Yes. So he's going to potentially overcorrect, you think? I think that's possible. And okay. I just think that's just the way the 49ers play. Got it. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right. What do you think the final score is? Um, 27-23. Chiefs? Yeah. Okay. I think the 49ers have the better team, but I picked the Bills, and I picked the Ravens. <laughs> I'm done betting against Mahomes. I think they're, it just, it feels like we, ha- we haven't had a repeat champ in 20 years, and it feels like this is the game to stamp them as a dynasty. Travis Kelsey, we all know what's going on there. Mahomes... This game enters him into a completely different stratosphere if he wins it. Because then the GOAT conversation kind of starts. But at the very least, he's a top five quarterback of all time. And the list of guys that have won three Super Bowls is small. And you know how many guys have won three Super Bowl MVPs, which Mahomes probably would win? Jeez. One. Mm, two. Okay, hang on. Brady? Yeah. Three Super Bowl Montana? Yeah. Okay. Also known as probably the two greatest quarterbacks. The two goats, time. right. The two goats, that's right. That's right. And before Tom Brady could run, Joe Montana had to walk, right? I mean, essentially, yeah, that's Tom really... Yeah, Tom Brady was literally six years old at the catch game. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, boom. There it is. Yeah. And so, uh, all right. Uh, you are... Do it again. 27... 27, 23. So that would be okay. the... That would go over 47 and a half. Okay. I think there's going to be some points in this game. Okay. I really do. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go 28... Uh, 23 Chiefs. Very similar to you. Essentially the same. Um, maybe 28-22, so that puts me right at 50, so I guess I'm over as well. Okay. How about that? Uh, against Kevin, who thought uh, we should go under in this game, and I'll, I'll play that parlay uh, that I put out as well. I We will, uh, if you missed it, we will podcast just Kevin's segment from the first hour of the show with some of his favorite bets uh, for the Super Bowl this year. If you want to check that out, we'll have it at the Podcast Center and on the ESPN Louisville app as well uh, for that. So there you go. And I do uh, think the team, I think the Chiefs will score last. I think it could very easily be one of those 23-20, to 20, 49ers leads with about three minutes to go, and then Mahomes just does Mahomes things and goes down and wins the game. So um, both of these are invitations, Zach. But I don't expect you to accept either of them. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Which one would you rather go to? Okay. Turfway with me tomorrow night or come to my house to watch the Super Bowl knowing there's going to be a bunch of kids running around? Turfway. <laughs> not even close. It's not close, right? No. Not like not close at all, nope. right? Because you know at Turfway, you could walk into the sports book and bet some basketball games, walk out, bet some horses. That's correct. Drink a bucket of beer. That's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and my, my, my snot-nosed kids won't be running around. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> All of that is correct. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I got UK post game tomorrow night. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There you go. Strebel's coming in. Shut up. Yeah. Who's on that one, then? It's Strebel, Ents, and me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Gandalf is traveling. That's off, right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Strebel's coming in. I got to say, by the way, 
we usually do like uh so it's interesting our podcast on thursdays we do like like 100 150 people watch live something like that it's not a big it's not the draw of our show we have like 5500 people a month that watch on spotify right Mike wasn't on last night, 400 viewers. I'm just saying. I'm just, <laughs> just saying. Oh, so what you're saying is we're about to have the best download, the most Oh, you guys we'll are going to crush tomorrow. Huge post-game. numbers. Huge numbers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the text line to give Streeble a bunch of you-know-what. Yeah. Because he hasn't been on all season. Uh, by the way, another shameless plug. Um, go ahead and check me out tonight. Kentucky Racing Spotlight presented by our friends at the Kentucky HBPA. Uh, Issel is on that show. Uh, interviewed him yesterday. Uh, Caitlin Free will be on. I'm interviewing her in about an hour. Uh, about the stakes at uh, Turfway tomorrow. We will be highlighting uh, all of those things things in Kentucky racing so uh really excited to get that going want to thank all the folks around here uh from Drew down to James Blackman for helping me uh get that all together and get it organized I mean even Tanner helped me uh, record that segment yesterday so a lot of support around here really appreciate people and I'm going to be sappy for a minute that kind of show is something I you know when I started doing horse racing media in earnest in 2018 I didn't think those kinds of opportunities were going to be available for a kid from Grand Rapids Michigan and so I just I'm really thankful and really excited to get going on a show that that highlights the the racing around the state and the good things that are happening in the Commonwealth around horse racing. So I'm really excited about that uh, that part as well. So there you go. Um, man, oh man, you can't even go to Turfway. You're stuck doing the show here. How about that? Tell Enster on the board. Yeah, he just texted me. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Ed. Oh, man. <laughs> no, no. I- <laughs> Uh, Zach, uh, there's a request from uh, one Jason Entz on the text line. Can you talk about the increase in ratings, but in your Trump voice? <laughs> you know, we have dramatic increase in ratings. Strebel's <laughs> going to show up. Our ratings are going to be through the roof. Gandalfa took off. You said, you know, you had 400 people. I would have tuned in, but I was a little busy, you know. But we're, our ratings are going to be through the roof, the likes of which we've never seen before. I think even the Super Bowl ratings are going to be phenomenal. That Taylor Swift, she's great for the league. <laughs> Gandolfo took the night off. I wouldn't have taken the I night off. I wouldn't have taken the night off. I don't take nights off. I do four shows a week. I don't take nights off. Other people, they may take Super Bowl weekend off, not me. We were, I wouldn't take it off. I wouldn't take it off. Oh, no, I'm never taking Super Bowl weekend. Well, I was talking about this with Strebel yesterday where... One of our favorite underrated Trump moments is when he goes to the Army Navy game right after he gets yeah, elected. Yeah. He's like, you know, this isn't the best. This football. isn't the best football. <laughs> oh man, oh god! I love that so much. I know it's the military <laughs> and everything. It's like, but it's the day. It's like, yeah, we're no, but it's the- way too on brand. I mean, yeah. it's just it's sometimes things are just on brand and funny. And that one's on brand and funny. Yeah, man, oh man, the text about Michigan State hockey coming down the text line. I like that. Oh, they need to get some of that mojo back. Hope they do go uh, go win that game in Detroit this weekend. It'd be great. All right. Well, happy Super Bowl to all y'all. Remember, we 5 o'clock, we'll start our coverage here on all stations at ESPN Louisville. Alongside Zach Cantrell, my name is Louis Rabot at Radio Louis on Twitter. Join us tonight for the Kentucky Racing Spotlight uh, as well at 6 o'clock after the mixtape. Man, have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday at 10 o'clock. We'll recap the Super Bowl and the basketball games this weekend as well. Got that ass whooped. I hope you don't.